What is poppin'? Welcome to the Six Fronts Podcast, Episode 9. My name's Bearded Luke, and I'm joined by my co-host, who is on his phone right now. Sorry, brother. I was trying Matt- to tweet out everything. <laughs> Maddox, we got, we got in the background here, we got people texting us, DMing us, saying that we're doing stuff wrong, but we're live. <laughs> Listen, I can't, I can't, I can change the title and everything, but I cannot change the go live thing. I don't know. Bro, I can't is. even log it's into the Twitch through, for this. Through Twitch, oh, but whatever. <laughs> Chat, We're give uh, give amps a hard time if you ever uh, if you ever see him out on the internet. There you go. <laughs> but anyways, what is up, everyone? Thanks for coming to another episode. We have a hot episode tonight. I'm really excited. Yeah, really cool guests. But before we get our guests in here. I want to catch up with Maddox for a second. It's been about a week since the last time we hung out on here. How you doing? What's up? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Life, dude. I'm actually, for those that don't know, of course, I'm recovering from knee surgery. And dude, I am feeling damn good, brother. I want you to know that. Shoulders feeling good as well, too. Getting all my range of motion back and just enjoying life. Making all my, my gym content and... Yeah, this past week since last time we were on here, Maddox switched up some of his uh, content, which has been pretty cool. You've been doing a bunch of like vlog styled, uh, short form, like short mm-hmm. form vlog styled stuff yeah. about, you know, the gym. It's been cool. I can yeah, see the passion to, in it. Trying to motivate others to just be healthy. That's all. My, that's all. That's all it With is. Some some good Mimi editing that I, I yes, couldn't figure I'm out. I'm trying, it. dude. I'm trying, bro. bro it's I, so I, hard. You do that I don't stuff. Know what me, I'm doing. me and Allie are watching it and I'm, she's like, what is this? Like when you drink stuff and it's like, it's the Fortnite, it's the Fortnite shield. <laughs> She's like, what is he doing? Dude, I'm trying so hard to like make it meme, but it's just, it's tough. And I don't really know a lot of editing. I'm just like, well, that looks good. That looks good. Well, <laughs> I laughed I, at I, it. So that's all that matters. I'm glad you're doing it. Um, oh, what about I, you, dude? You have a YouTube video coming out here soon, don't you? I do. I uh, so I have a YouTube channel, Bearded Luke, and uh, it's always it started out as Pokemon. No, it didn't. It's it started out as as a tech yeah. gear, like tech gear games, like kind of thing. And then I switched it to Pokemon, and then I switched back to tech gear games. So it's it's back to where it was. I only have three videos on there right now. I have a video about a keyboard, a, and I play controller, which is funny. A, a, vi- <laughs> a video about uh, a video about a chair, and then another video about a chair. And then now I'm going to start, I'm trying to actually do weekly stuff because I like redid my office and everything. So I'm actually doing a studio. Yeah, I'm excited like a, for that. Doing like a full studio tour video. I showed Maddox the beginning of it. And I, th- I think he liked it a little bit. I was so. very impressed. Yeah. So I'm excited. That should be coming out this week, um, which is exciting. So cool. I've been working on that and playing Destiny when I have a, t- a chance. My wife had COVID this week, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't really tell anyone because I was like, well, I have time. So like when I, what I didn't realize I forgot is like now that we have a child, like when your wife's super sick i have to watch the kid so yeah i had to take all week off and i was watching because well, you guys is... have had covid before i remember that and you guys it was like right whenever you guys moved in i had covid to... first when we moved here and then she got it while she was pregnant and then oh. it's been not it's been probably like a year since she had it so she has it right yeah it, she, it, she doesn't have it now i think it's gone now but good she was down and out all week so i was just i got to spend hopefully, a lot of time with the crew which was super fun. okay yeah yeah, he's good. We we kept him away from her. Like he obviously hated it. He was like, cr- he learned how to crawl, so he was like screaming and crying and crawling oh, at her because he's like, "Where's my mom?" But uh, it was a good week. She's feeling better. Um, but that's what we've been doing all week. So I've in in between watching crew, I've been trying to basically. Let me just say this. I know this isn't like a parenting podcast by any means, 
but I gained a lot of respect for stay-at-home moms this week. Like it Actual. is not that is not an easy job. That it's is a hard, job. Bro. No, it, it is it <laughs> is literally a job. A stay-at-home well, mom is a full-time job. That crap is hard, and I don't want to do it. So I I give <laughs> Allie massive respect. So good job, Allie. Respect to Cheers. Allie. But anyways, enough about us. We're doing good. We're gonna talk about Destiny. We have a really cool yeah. guest tonight. I actually don't know this guest super well. Maddox sent me one of his YouTube videos when whenever day one of uh ron of came out yeah i uh i needed to do it the next day during the 48 hours and i had no clue what i was doing so he sent me this guy's youtube video uh guides <laughs> dude the, the four videos he made on every single one of the things literally got me through my day day two because well, he does day, them so fast which yeah, is it was, awesome it was beautiful yeah so anyways without further ado i want you to introduce introduce this man yeah, because so you, you found him this is this is someone that i actually like our our team actually kind of introduced me to because like they knew this gentleman just like through YouTube and stuff like that. I think it was Gray that kind of introduced us to him, and and you know I saw him on on uh, TikTok every once in a while, and I'm just like, dude, this guy just like gets straight to the fucking point. Like, here's the build, here's my YouTube video, go watch that shit, and then it's just like, damn, okay, I will. Then I guess. <laughs> and, I, and I tuned into his streams, and it's just I don't know, it's just chill. It's like it's like watching one of your friends just play the game, you know, and you're like wish you could hop in every once in a while, but. I am uh, really excited to talk to him because I've been just, I just been wanting to get to know him. He just seems like a really cool person. So joining us tonight, we have Mr. G Miners is how it's pronounced. Welcome in, brother. What's going on, boys? Thank you for the kind introduction and uh, glad you guys enjoyed the raid guides. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you, when I make those guides, it is brutal sometimes. Like when we did Val, my team did terrible for the day one. And I had no motivation to put those out. Oh, I can only and imagine. Then, but like still grinded, so. But it's definitely interesting because like now with people doing day two clears, having the uh, the raid guides come out and it's having over a full 24 hours is significantly helped me. I want you to know that it's different. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So if I you was helped like, anybody, you definitely helped me. <laughs> he, he's like, watch this guy's videos. I was like, who's this guy? Oh, this is <laughs> no, not just, in a bad just, way. Just four not... minutes, dude. Straight to the point. And yeah, you just, that's you why explain I was everything pumped. so well. And I'm just like, I love right, to the point. And that makes but, it harder because I'm edit. I film and edit for a living. So like editing a video that's supposed to be long to be shorter that makes sense is not easy. So oh no, mad props to you on that. Seriously, I appreciate. It. You know what else? What else helps with uh, making them super short, dude? After the day one, sometimes I have no idea what the mechanics are. So I'm just like, <laughs> guys, here's the guide. You know, obviously I know it's gonna help people even if I don't give them 100 percent of things. But I'm like, this happened. I have. We have no idea why it did that it did you know so there you go do with that information as you will but that's really all i can give people so yeah oh yeah well g tell us tell us a little bit about yourself I, we uh kind of a little backwards here we started talking more about your youtube real quick but tell us <laughs> tell us who you are what you do where you do it and um just kind of give us uh, your background on what brought you into to first what brought you into streaming and then secondly what brought you into kind of get destiny as a whole yeah so uh i'm g I go by G for the most part, but my full content name is G Miners. So I mainly do YouTube, got into streaming consistently, probably within the last six months. But what really got me into content creation was when I first built a PC, built my PC back in like Ooh. 2019. And I had always known like people streamed and streaming always piqued my interests. So I think over like the next about year from 2019 to 2020, I spent a lot of time learning how to stream, setting up overlays, just streaming, having fun, mainly Destiny because that was my main game. And then I quickly realized that like, if I wanted to be successful with content, uh, the meta wasn't just press, go live, have fun, you know? So right. I think that next year, 2020 to 2021, I really focused on like just 
getting more YouTube videos out and, and really just learning through all my videos that did really, really bad that year. And then the next year after that was just kind of grind time. Take, I took all of what I like learned for YouTube, really just made consistent videos, not the best videos to be honest, and just, but I was consistent with it and really found growth through that. So then after about a year doing YouTube, started streaming, stuff like that. So everything's really come full circle and, and yeah, it's been fun. Awesome. That's sick, dude. Where did you come up with your name? It's my name. Miners is my last name. My first name is Grant. So, oh, there you go. Oh, okay. I love that. There you go. Easy. I would have never easy. guessed that. That's a cool last name, Miners. I like that. I always had friends. I, I don't. You guys can probably attest. I always had friends, and they would make the cringiest gamer tag names when they were young. <laughs> and so I made it when I was like 12, 13. So I was like, dude, I'm not doing some like you know, ninja gladiator type weird. You know what I mean? So, so I was like, all right, we're just doing I'm Miners. Say what mine it's is then. Green. Bro. You were ahead is, of your yours? time. Is, you were professional. So, so whenever I first started gaming, I was on I was on Xbox 360, and I was at the time I loved I loved music, and I was absolutely in love with ASAP Rocky. And I'm like, okay. dude, oh well, my last name's Griffin, and I was like, what can I do like ASAP something, ASAP something? And I was like, ASAP Griffs. There you go. Now I'm a freaking rapper, dude. I'm part of the ASAP. Damn, mom. ASAP Griffs. That was, like, well, how, I, that was even my stream name when I first started as well, too. And I just yeah. like, I was like, I didn't know what to call myself, so I just it was like my name in game and stuff like that. So and then I and then I rebranded because I just like the name Maddox, and I and yeah. I just played I played off into there and something just simple like it's one name and that's all I go by now. So, but yeah, the OGs yeah. know me as ASAP. ASAP. It's hilarious to still get called that. That's funny. Yes, Mine was simple. Mine was kind of like UG. It was. It wasn't. I. I didn't have any cool like name. My name's Luke, and I liked soccer, so I made my name L Soccer, and that was my oh, gamer sorry. tag. Like That's until I was be- until I was bearded Luke in 2019. Like it literally was just L Soccer, but it's everyone thought it was perfect. an I because it wasn't an upper like an uppercase L. So oh, it yeah. would be like you know when in the COD Call of Duty Four lobbies, I'd be getting you know cussed out. I Soccer. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> good times. How long did you play soccer for? Huh? How long did you play soccer for? I played all the way through college. I played. Um, all the way through I played till I was. I don't know how old I was in college. So whenever I finished college, I think 2014 was whenever I graduated. But okay, yeah, I okay. played my whole life from when I was like three until then. I, I watched the Premier League religiously. Big okay. soccer fan. Do you do you play do you play soccer? I, that was my main sport. Yeah, I played all throughout high school. I was very very mid, but it was like it was my sport, you know. So that was what That's I kind of awesome. like identified with for a while. And uh, but yeah, Premier League. I didn't watch as much, but Premier League was definitely the go to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's what that's like my like Maddox talks about football and basketball and other sports mm-hmm. like this is that's my version of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't watch any other sports, but set fr- like Friday, Saturday, Sunday when Prem's on, like my I'll be we'll be out at the mall and I'm like I was like what are you doing? I'm like I'm watching watching games. This game that doesn't matter, but it's fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny. It matters to you though. That's all. That yeah, it does. Um, that's funny, dude. That's awesome. Well, tell tell us about like. I guess you kind of told us about your destiny story, but like what's your full destiny story? Like when did you start playing? Like, are you an alpha player? Are you like a destiny two player? Are you like part way into a destiny one? Like tell us how you started and then like how that kind of led. Cause it sounds like you started doing content in 2019. So yeah, tell us about that first half of like the fun gaming life before you joined the content world. Um, all right. So I remember, I don't know if you guys remember, like PS4 came out and that was big, but PS4 came out with like no games. So I think I had PS4 for a good, I think it was a year if my timeline's accurate. And then I knew Destiny was coming out and that was like a big, it was like $300 million release game. So everybody was excited for it. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, I don't know. Like I, I played COD, I played with my buddies, played random games and stuff like that. So I had one, bud, one buddy, oddly enough, on PlayStation who I'd always play with. We played soccer together. So we'd always hop on after school or something. And they were grinding Destiny for like a week. So I got into Destiny just because they were so addicted about a week after it came out and then played a ton of D1. So we played a bunch, really got into raiding and doing VOG, doing Master VOG. I think it was, I think it was Master VOG. Or maybe it was hard VOG. I think it was hard like that. I think it was literally called whatever they called it. Yeah. Hardcore or something. Yeah. So we did that and we were good at, at VOG. But then eventually, like as more and more DLCs came out, there was like less content to be offered. So we kind of dispersed as a group. We'd come back, leave, come back, leave. And then even through D2, I think that was just my story. Like pop in, check out the DLC, dip, mm. pop in, check it out, dip. So I went from like PlayStation to playing on Xbox. And then eventually when I moved to PC, I was like, okay, this game is fantastic when you're not limited to like your fov i'm not locked on controller stuff like that so i fell in love with the game again and then it just kind of linked up because that's when i started streaming um trying to learn the realm of like content creation so just kind of seamlessly came together and i was like might as well make content for this game because i know this game and then uh i guess really just over time in d2 started finding people to raid with those people turned into like my day one team We'd like expand the clan, get into low mans, get into speed runs, all that stuff. So we've always just kind of been pushing, pushing towards doing harder and harder content, higher end content and stuff. So yeah. Oh yeah. Are that, are you? Um. Well, my my what I want to know is, there anybody that like that you kind of like look up to as like a content creator? Anybody that you kind of like aspire to be or like inspires you with your content? That's a good question, dude. I was religiously watching like redeem guys back in the day so like okay. i want to say the first person that really got me into the door with like understanding who redeem was was error because i was mm -hmm. i was i would get back into the game i was like okay what's good how do i put on uh, a build how do i do this how do i do that so i'd always watch error videos and then i remember him talking about getting world's first for last wish and then that kind of introduced me into like sweatsicle and glad yeah. so i'd say i'd say from like a perspective of somebody I'd love to push towards what kind of like what Glad's doing. Just have fun on stream, do a lot of the end game, kind of the stuff that he did before he went into variety. And then, you know, maybe even one day down the line, go into variety myself. So, yeah, that's awesome. What, what, what is your, what's your other games that you like to play other than Destiny? Like, what would we consider your variety? Ooh, that's hard. To be honest, I don't play too many single player games. I really like survival games. I really like a lot of shooters. Like, if I had more time, I'd probably dump a ton of hours into like Valorant um oh, oddly enough i just me. picked up you don't like valorant <laughs> i'm not a big like tax shooter guy because i'm okay, terrible okay. at him and i don't feel like putting in the effort to that's, get fair, good. that's fair that makes sense well, i'm um, awful i play on a controller so like i'm not even <laughs> i'm not even allowed to play those games <laughs> you don't play any d2 on uh mouse and keyboard uh I, I i i did like a when i was streaming a lot i did like a three-month stint where i was really trying he, to learn he put it a good effort in i will say like more than most people would i was yeah. uh, and then I, I just gave up honestly i like just didn't feel like doing it anymore <laughs> i don't know why i think it's because you know what it was i got probably just as good as i am in pve as uh, like pve i could play fine but pvp okay. i just could not get better and it was really really annoying because i like to be semi good at it so okay. um i i just gave up i'd love to learn eventually but like and then we moved and part of it too was like we sold our house and then moved and then i didn't have an office i like i just didn't play games or make content for like a two-year span so that kind of screwed yeah. up my my momentum <laughs> yeah, but i'd love it. to learn eventually because I, I i edit 
you know, videos consistently. So my hands live on the other side of the keyboard typically. So I'm not used to my hands being on the left side. They're usually over here on the right side, you know, doing all my hotkeys and stuff. But uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it makes sense. It makes sense if you're like a PvP player. You know what I mean? Because I know like mm-hmm. I don't know, Pure Chill is probably like the first person that comes to mind. I know he's kind of a uh, pretty goaded on the controller, but mm-hmm. other than that, I feel like like for me, PvE, I, I hated playing D1 when like I'd be in a crucible match, somebody would jump over me and I'd take my stick and I'd just like <laughs> slowly, slowly <laughs> turn it drove me crazy. So then when I played on PC, I was like, okay, this is significantly better for me. I, I am one that like I moved to PC whenever cross save came out because I'm like, dude. Yeah. I can I, I I have the money. I can buy like a really good PC. I bought a pre-built at the time, of course, unfortunately, but that turned into what I have now. Um okay. and I'm just like, dude, I'm going if I'm gonna move to PC, I'm going to learn mouse and keyboard because it's gonna transfer that knowledge to other games that I'm gonna play on PC as well, too. You know, there are some games like Rocket League, you can't play on you just don't play on you just yeah. don't you just play a controller. You don't play. Yeah. Yeah, like another single player games are just you know, controller games. Well, and I just like I I I you know what I did? My first key my first keyboard was one of those half keyboards that like the really, really loud clicky ones that you just buy for like 20 bucks off of okay. Amazon. And then of course, like just a terrible wired mouse and stuff like that. And I dude, I really just sat down and just played. I'm like, dude, I know I'm gonna suck and I know it's gonna be tough and my, my fingers are gonna get all discombobulated, but I just sat down and just played and eventually eventually I just stuck and now i'm like that's what I everybody says eventually I just couldn't see myself playing controller now like playing a controller in this game is just not it for some reason it doesn't feel yeah. right i don't like it it's slow it's janky and it's just i mean i i pop a controller on if i like i just want to sit back and like just if i'm just like playing a strike or something you know but i, I you can't you won't see me playing a controller like in pvp trials anything like that yeah that's uh i will say that's the worst uh playing on pc mouse and keyboard all that i have a brother-in-law and he loves playing like xbox games that's like his main thing and it drives me crazy because now it makes me not want to play unless i'm on my own setup if that makes sense i don't know if you guys are the same way but like i, I feel not i see what you're saying like i pick up the controller and it's just it's a fun game just, but if i can't like perform to my peak in it i'm just like all right i'm not invested you know i feel that Oh, I feel, I feel that. that way. I'm extra when it comes to a monitor. Like whenever I switch, I remember like Ooh, that feeling when I switched to I PC. I will say that man is very particular about it, bro. Monitor. Like I gotta have. Well, I was running 1440p, but now I have a, a 4K. I gotta be running 4K, 144 hertz. Uh, has to be a glossy display, and it has to have a, a high a high <laughs> DPI or a PPI uh, pixel per inch. Uh, yeah. And I have all of that, and it has to. Have, is- it's like very specific. <laughs> And it's freaking nuts. But so whenever I go plan another thing, if I'm on sick, even in 60, I'm like, like, I'm like having a seizure. <laughs> oh, well, that's crazy. What is, what is a glossy display? What is the difference? So like, you know, like mo- pretty much every monitor has like a matte display and you know how it's kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, it's it's like, you know, it's not it's not a uh, anti glare. Like there's no glare on it. Oh, okay, uh, okay. A glossy one's like glass. So like it's technically sharper the image. Okay. And I only do that because I edit on this monitor too. So I I don't I have I was I'm used to editing on a 5K display and I switched over to 4K with a lower PPI. So now this is turning into way this is way too much information. Chat's probably like shut up, Luke. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's why this this monitor was perfect. It's like by some random company called Doe. Also like Doe Spectrum or something. I had to buy it off eBay because. It's a long story. It'll be in my video actually that I make on YouTube. There you go. But, but yeah, I'm I remember but I remember whenever I played at a high refresh rate at 1440p for the first time, it like blew my mind. It was like I was in I was in the game. It was crazy. Compared yeah. to PS4, you know, like like you're like this close to your gun because it's the FOV is so small. The FOV, yeah. 
dude i remember after pc i went back and uh i think it was borderlands 3 came out and we could play like we could play it for like free on uh xbox i went back down to 30 fps we played for like 40 minutes and i'm like dude i'm, I'm gonna throw up like i <laughs> the f the fov and the frame rate it's just it's making me sick so dude, the, i, I actually I sat down today for the first time in forever on my couch. I hooked up my fucking Nintendo Switch to the TV and played Zelda Breath of the Wild, and it hurt my eyes. Bro, no shot you were Marvel. playing that today. I was just playing that like an hour ago. I, well, I saw your I saw your your message in Discord. I was like, oh, I have that. I want to go play it because I I, wanna, I, w I like set out to like find all the temples or whatever. Anyways, sitting down and like playing video games on your couch, it's just an it's just a vibe, dude. It's great. It's such an old like back in the day vibe where you just you're just enjoying video games for what they are, you know, and not worrying about anything. Bro, I else. got a PS5 for our living room to play Hogwarts Legacy with my wife. It's like I'd rather sit down there and play sometimes. I'm like, oh, right. this is what games are like. I don't have to be in my right. freaking chair right. like straight up like <laughs> with my, all my lights on and my super nice yeah. screen. <laughs> Like just, Dude, I got to sit up tight with my mouse and keyboard. <laughs> my problem, though, is I'm 30 and I'm like, fall out. Like, anytime I sit, play on the couch, like 15 it minutes. Get, dude, like, I was ready for a nap after I'm literally I was, passed after out on my, my couch like, I, for two hours. <laughs> I used to have a setup um, right back on this wall. My bed used to be here, like in the corner. I mounted an old TV that I played on on a swivel so we could rotate. Oh. So, like, I had a desk in the other corner. And then when it was like raid night and I was just chilling and we were going long, just I would just rotate it over in the bed, baby. Right on the TV, just like oh, game on the control. It was the best. But hey, now we've all upgraded to $10,000 setups. Yeah. Dude, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of this piece of crap PC. I'm about to get a beast. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be surprised. Or I'd be, I'm curious to see what you get. That's what I'm, I'm excited getting. I'll tell for. you, I'm getting a 4090 with the 13,000K, whatever, i9, 24, whatever. I'm oh, getting whatever God. the best thing is with DDR5 RAM. It's going to be sick. And maybe your camera sick. will stop freezing. It will. That'll <laughs> fix that issue. That hasn't happened on the podcast so Camera far, freezes. So. I need a new PC, bro. <laughs> yeah. G, 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 my, usually my mom, my, my screen just stops working. It does. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen it once before in like another episode. <laughs> it'll, just, it'll just freeze. And then that's when, oh, when we use Discord, I nearly couldn't host. It was it, tough. That's oh, the reason okay, why we okay. got the software. Yeah. Because of how terrible Discord is. It would just turn off like constantly. I think it was, well, Discord would just, be, I'd be, I was looking, I was monitoring it when we were doing a podcast and randomly Discord would use a hundred percent of everything on me. And that's when my monitor, that's whenever my camera would turn oh, off just okay. for like a second. So I think there's something wrong with this PC, but I'm getting rid of it eventually. Anyways. Good. good, good, good. All right. Anyways, let's get Boys, into it. Let's get I into think it's time to talk about what we came here for. And that's of course, Destiny 2. Um, we guess. have a little trend going on as our first little talking point for the past couple episodes. And G, as you know, we've had the one of the biggest, most advertised DLCs come out in Destiny 2, known as Lightfall. Um, but we want to know, and we've kind of, me and Luke kind of discussed this last visit. We'll kind of just give us a quick little synopsis for those that didn't watch our last episode of how has Lightfall been for you? So everybody has their own experience. Everybody has their own opinions and stuff. But tell me, like, what has your experience been with Lightfall so far? I mean, I don't want to be negative. I'm, I'm usually somebody who's probably more pessimistic than optimistic. Um, well, feel free, I brother. Give us the truth. Go as hard as you want, bro. We I don't think care. I'd probably give it like a four out of ten type deal. Whoa. I know when. when... Okay. Okay. I wasn't hey, expecting I'm with, four. I'm with I'm G. Lie. That caught me I'm, off guard. I'm with G on this. Low? I think it's very low. Respect. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, okay. So let me, let me ask this. What would you? I would have rated Witch Queen like a seven out of ten. What would you okay. guys have put Witch Queen at? I'd agree. I'd agree. Seven, yes, I think Witch Queen set the precedence for what can what Destiny Two can be. Does that make yeah. sense? 
Yeah, like a legendary campaign, a 3.0 subclass. Yeah, a cool destination. You crafting. know, crafting, crafting. Weapons. Yes. Um, what else? Like the light bearer knights, like the uh, yeah, just, just like a very a cool like like stuff they added in that that you can't do anywhere else other than witch queen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grind finish to level thirty, like we do every single. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But I, um, I, I, seven out of ten is a good is a, is Witch Queen is good. But yeah. dude, it's just me being a PvP player. It's hard to really say that Witch Queen was anything better than a seven out of ten. Yeah, well, I, dude, PvP players and get kind of shafted. To be don't get me started. Don't get me started. Back to, back to what, tell me, tell but, me why you think life fall, four out of ten. You're the lowest person. Like, you're the lowest well, score so okay, far. Okay, I, I, like, the, dude, the trailers were sick. So it, it definitely, like I said, dude, my most interest. advertised DLC I think Destiny Two's ever had. Right, and well, they also definitely paid a bunch of other top like streamers who don't play Destiny to at least do a few Absolutely. sponsored videos or something. So they definitely wanted their exposure out there. I just think it fell through on a lot of aspects. Like campaign wise, I don't, I don't even really care about the campaign because I play it once, twice. You know, mm. it wasn't as good as Wish Queen, but it is what it is. You know, I just kind of right. anyways. It was but, an awful um, campaign. Let's just be real. <laughs> yeah. We all did it as fast as we could because it wasn't fun. Yeah. I, I boosted past it. I was like, I'm not I'm not paying this or playing this again. But oh, uh, I pay I paid for both characters. I just did my yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I paid for my third. But the building. <laughs> the building or build crafting. I like I thought the overhaul was gonna be great and I could redo a bunch of videos, put out a lot of content for that. So that was kind of a bit of a letdown. I think just some of the difficulties. You think it was too overall. simplified. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think build crafting you, was you, you, you had a lot simple. of mods removed. Mm -hmm. And then with the simplification, like it definitely makes it so that at least players like me, like if, if I could put out a build right now, I don't think people are as, as excited for it because it's pretty straightforward on on what you should be putting on your build. You know what I mean? So stuff to get your grenades, stuff to get your melees bags. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. totally agree with that. So there's that. And then like the raid release, I wasn't a fan of just two and a half hour rolls first clear. And then obviously like a lot of bugs and and just mechanics that you could just not do. It was kind of a letdown in that sense. So I went into it expecting to be around a seven or eight out of ten, like similar to Witch Queen, and it was just kind of mm. was a letdown in my eyes. Okay. Okay. I, I don't feel disagree with way. you. I don't I disagree with way. you at all. But I, I feel the same way after all this time that we like it's been we it's we're on like what eight six weeks in or five weeks in or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're 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 about a five to six weeks. Yeah, we're about roughly around we're that time. Hitting period. the spot where everybody stops playing for a bit, right? So like. Now that I've sat on it for a while, I feel I already felt like this when we first started, but I didn't want to like initially say it because I was like, maybe I'm just overreacting. But when when G was just explaining his reaction, I feel like like literally the exact same ways as him. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I'm just playing at this point to, to so that we can play like we can play Final Shape and be done and see what they do next, basically. <laughs> yeah. What 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 is your take though, Maddox? What what would you put this at? Here's here's my here's my thoughts. I gave I think if I remember correctly last episode when we were talking. Um, with with Clyde, or maybe it was the episode before. Again, we've asked a lot of our guests recently this question, and I think I sit around a six or a seven. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I think I think it's very comparable to Witch Queen, although I do think Witch Queen was better because I love the hive aesthetic. I just love it. I think that just I think that's true destiny in my opinion. Like the hive yeah. and the aesthetic, the the hive knights, uh, Sabathun. Like I was really curious to see how our storyline was gonna play out. And I think they did her. I think they did her justice. I think it was a great boss fight. I think it was a great story. The legendary campaign was difficult. You wiped every once in a while. There was just a really good storyline. You're like, what's going to happen next? Holy shit! And and then and then come Lightfall, 
I'm, I'm with you on the campaign. It was a bit lackluster. I do still like it because I just think it's new. I love the way that Destiny tells a story. I think it was too short. I what do agree. What story did they tell, though, in this? Like, tell yeah. me what you got out of it. Uh, I, that's a hard question to answer because there's still so many questions that I have. I do agree <laughs> that... Uh, I think it's just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, bro. This is it's why just we've like, talked about this every week because I know, it, and this I just, DLC was not fully cooked. Like, this is a, a it was like, definitely left on the, it was, it was left on low. It's on a sizzle, and I don't think it's to a boil yet. I agree. I don't know what the veil is, and I, and I was curious to see what that was because there was a lot of talk, but I just, I don't know. I liked fighting Callus. I think that was cool. I do think he, it was, it was a little bit injustice for who he was in this game. I think Callus is a huge part of what Destiny 2 is based off, you know, the fact that he was our first ever raid boss. You know, we're like, oh, shit, that was just a robot, you know, and he had this huge, you know, light, light and dark room and stuff like that. He had his, his throne room and then he had the void room. I just feel like they did have a little bit injustice with with how we killed him, if that makes sense. Like, it's a very simple way to kill a big boss like that, if you ask me, but... Um, I love Tormentors. I think that's a fan. I think that's one of the coolest enemies they've ever brought into this game. Tormentors are sick, and I hope that they continue utilizing those in this in the weekly stories and stuff like that. Um, here's my here's my here's my take about why what I like about Lightfall is the quality of life. I think the, I think Lightfall brought a lot of quality of life improvements. Um, one being loadouts. I love loadouts. I think it's one of the greatest things brought to this game in a long time. Um, I just, and that's really all I have to say, unfortunately. <laughs> I think I think it's fun how they made a lot of the things harder, but then they just recently went back on their on their thing, like, oh, nope, we're going to make it a little bit easier make for you it guys harder, now. Though. They just made ads have more health. Like, it didn't yeah, feel harder. It was true. less fun. I felt yeah. like it was, like, my opinion on that whole thing, which could be a hot take, even though that's not our hot take. Yeah, they we got a good one. Got they one. did bring down a lot of like the they basically nerfed the game the other day. All yeah. the enemies. Yeah, that's so dumb, dude. I thought it was in such a great spot, and I'm, I didn't. I'm really upset I didn't think it was any did. fun. I thought it was less fun that I, it was there so bullet spongy. <laughs> I, I I I personally would rather only have to do two shots instead of four shots. You know what I mean? If it's just going to yeah. be, if that's what's yeah. actually making it more difficult, then I, in my opinion, that's artificial difficulty, mm -hmm. and I don't think mm -hmm. they know how to make it more difficult, or else they would have done that like seasons and seasons. <laughs> seasons that's ago the, but anyways dude, that's keep the talking. issue that's the issue though because i think i think a lot of people agree that like if you want difficulty you have to have that mechanical difficulty you know like yes have us moving yes, around like... have us interacting split up make sure people can't just be carried through stuff but i think if you introduce that level of difficulty it's hard for the casual player base for people who just want and that's like, what runs in, destiny get that's what runs destiny unfortunately and, I, and i'm not yeah i'm not saying anything bad about the casual community i'm a casual player on 90 percent of other games that i play and but destiny i've just i've been playing for so long that it's just i don't know it's really yeah. it's really hard to you know impress the people that play this game you know for a living almost in a way that you know play this game eight hours a day 10 hours a day even 12 hours a day some people and shit even 24 hours a fucking day some people um yeah to, you know continue playing every day to make money to live you know to put food on the table and stuff like that so that's not what destiny that's not what bungie is is set out to improve is the, the is the hardcore community's experience they they want new players and i think that's one reason why lightfall was so advertised and so widely you know strung out to other big streamers like shroud shroud was playing destiny for a long time uh fucking 
Tim the Tapman, Cloaksley, Tifu, all the big streamers that you see get tens of thousands of viewers everywhere they go, no matter what. It's just their name on a plate, and they they bring in viewers. And I think that's one thing that they wanted. I think that brought XQC as well to some people saying in chat is For ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ten five of those minutes were a bunch of pop ups I saw on Twitter. Um, but I think that's I think that's what it is. I think they're definitely. Yeah toning down the hardcore experience and making it more of a casual game which i hate but i don't also love at the same i don't know it's i i love it and i hate it at the same time because i'm becausing i'm simply becoming more of a casual player myself as well too just i'm in nursing school i have a full-time yeah. job i'm recovering from knee surgery I, i'm in physical therapy and shit like that so like i'm becoming more of a casual player myself so i'm like i still have a bunch of stuff to do i still have the master raid to do which we'll get into that as well too you know, so there, I don't necessarily hate it, but I don't necessarily love it as well, too. You know, that makes sense. I think it just needs to be balanced. I think it's a balancing act. You know what I mean? I think <clears throat> it kind of sucks from one point of view, because I think most people who play the game hardcore. The one thing they hold is the the day one raid and the day one race. But yeah. um, I think it's so it's such an attractive thing to do from like everybody's viewpoint. They want to do it. They want to experience something new. They want to beat it day one. They want that emblem that you can only get for a little bit. So mm -hmm. they for that reason, it's kind of hard because, you know, that's the one hard part that we had, but everybody wants to have a stab at it. So it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It is hard to balance. I, I will give Bungie that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, let's, um, I'm not sure if there's any more points you guys have real quick about just your lightfall experience. Um, but we, we, I just barely touched on the master raid there for a second. Let's get into that because I, um, I've yet to do it just because I haven't had time to, um, but G, take us through take us through your your thoughts about the master raid. You you did it day one, I'm assuming, when it came yeah, out. Did, yeah, like the first night or something. We didn't okay. rush to do like release. Sure, clear, sure, but... sure. Well, take us through your first your your first run through through master. We're, now we're specifically talking about root of nightmares, of course. Um, take us through your your day one master clear and just kind of what you thought about. It. What were your first impressions? Um, I think I went in. I don't always pay attention too much to the master stuff, but I know they mentioned making the the adept weapons so that you could get them and then eventually upgrade them to enhance them obviously that feature is not out yet so as mm -hmm. of right now i think i think master raids are just still kind of completely pointless and then okay. i also felt like because they added the contest it was a great step in the right direction because it, it forces you to be 20 under i like that and in previous years and seasons you could just over level the crap out of your character and just mm -hmm. obliterate everything so that was a good change but then they added the surge, so you got an extra 25% increase for all your solar damage, and I think strand two, or maybe it was just solar, whatever it was. So that just made it easier. So it was kind of just like contradictory, and I still don't think there's really any reason to do it. So it's like, it's cool if you want to do the challenges. It's cool if you want a depth weapon, but like for me, a craftable weapon is always going to be better simply because I don't think I you even need the enhanced. Totally perks. agree with that. You can get a five out of five, and then. I think the big driving factor, what they just need to do is just add really, really good rolls and add Artifice Armor to Master Raids and then call it a day. But Artifice Armor would be sick. Now, now remind yeah. me, Master is more armor focused with their drops. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, because it'll have it'll have the focus of the week. So let's just say it was like right. discipline. So you'll get more discipline for those armor pieces typically. Gotcha. Which is now, nice. But now there's also there's also raid mods as well too. Do you find the raid mods to be useful at all? Um, I'll, in my general opinion, like I never I used to never save raid armor just because I didn't think it was worth it. 
Mm-hmm. Then you'd have to get a whole set of it and stuff. For speedruns, it's incredibly useful. For low mans, I think it's incredibly useful in general for raids. I don't think these raid mods are too strong. The one that is very clutch is you can put it on so that anytime you deposit one of like the nodes, you hit one of those balls and then hit the next one, you get like restoration and cure. So that's oh, really, okay. really strong. Oh, I can see but where that would definitely be useful. Yeah. That's really good in the duo. We use that for duo flawless with Ice and I. Um, but then, yeah, as far as like speeds go, the, the mods that increase your damage are kind of niche, which sucks, but I think it's just hit or miss with raid mods. I don't think, I don't think anybody needs any more damage, let's be honest. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> I mean, for speeds, you, you can always take it and stuff like that for boss sure, shakes, like, sure, shakes, sure. But like, I th- it's so weird. It's like, I think it's... One gives you like ability damage, the other one gives you weapon damage, but it depends on like if a teammate hits the light versus the dark something like that and then the damage you get isn't anything special either so it's just like i think it's more of a pain in the ass to run those anyways okay luke have yeah. you had a chance to run through the master raid yeah yeah i i'm i mean i only do master raids uh four or five times so like depending Based on, on how, how many, many challenges need to be done. how many challenges there are <laughs> so like i always do one full run because that's part of the seal and then i do one for each challenge I, I do a checkpoint each week until I have them all done, and then I never do it again because I think they're useless. Also, okay. Um, I I mean, even if they gave something better, like I don't, I don't know. I don't typically use raid weapons that often, other than like if if something's meta, like if it's like yeah. you need this, then I yeah, I'm gonna run in there and get that one thing. <laughs> but and I'm not sure if there's anything from Root of Nightmares. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is there anything that you think is gonna be like make or break from Root of Nightmares? Well, the um the um trace rifles pretty baller. Um, okay i have a really good role in mine already um but because there's rest you can get restoration i think on all like most of the stuff i actually don't really know what i'm talking about but <laughs> not restoration what am i saying Re- uh, recalibration reconstruction, reconstruction. <laughs> see look yeah. at me i have no idea what go. i'm talking okay, about okay, okay. <laughs> um i think there's some good some good stuff but dude honestly there's so much good stuff in destiny right now it's kind of like mm-hmm you can kind of get away with skipping out on some of like the, the the stuff I was going to say with the raid armor. I really wish like they would just make it so that the, that there was a raid slot on all the armor pieces for mod mod wise. And if you unlock it, you can run it and then just make the mod, just, just stop. Get, like if you want to give us armor, that's high stat. So that's going to be the reason that we want the raid armor, then we'll get it. But like, I would love to be able to just, run my regular build because i like to run the raid armor pieces but i'm not keeping all of them because i only have 600 slots in my stinking vault anyways so like if i kept all of my characters it's like half my slots at this point so i'd love to be able to use those mods on my regular stuff um but also i think you can already transmog um raid armor into into your armor now so that would make it so you could at least make it look like it if you really wanted to but then that the question would be, well, then what, why should I even do the raid to get the armor anyways? What makes it special? Well, yeah, that's where they have to figure out it. How it have to be like artifice armor or something to get an extra mod or something like that. Um, yeah. But I really wish that they would add. I've always wished they would just add that extra slot like on the end for raids. Like so like any raids, any raid um, mod that is out there. I wish you could just run it on any piece of armor because I really like to use them, but I never do because I don't. I mean, honestly, don't want to have to do build like i know that's easier to do builds but like i don't raise the slot build and then this and that and this and, and it's that. not Whenever as there's... necessary like g said it's great for low man stuff which is awesome yeah but sometimes it's just fun to like it's there so it's like maybe i can use it because it'll make me a little bit stronger i guess in the raid but i i like i said master raids uh like i'm pretty much with g on the same stuff like they're just missing the 
the reason to do them. Like give us something. It's what they're missing in everything, right? Like just incentive. Like, incentive not is a incentive. big thing in Destiny, dude. There's yeah. so many things wrong where there's no incentive to play it. And I'll say this to the day I freaking die that their Destiny is at its best. One, whenever the player population is high. Two, whenever replayability is is sky high. Like, why is there no incentive to do a master motherfucking raid? The what should be should be the hardest content in the game. What should be not accessible to everybody, but should be accessible and completion for people that are good enough to do it. Does that make sense? And if you're good Possibly, enough to do yeah. it, you should get the best shit in the game. <sighs> Tell me I'm wrong. I agree. I would, I agree. Like, I don't <laughs> know why it's not right like now, that. but people on Twitter. Dude, I, I mean, why do people like that go flawless get adept weapons? Because it's hard as fuck to do. Exactly. You know, why do people <laughs> that, that solo flawless uh, a dungeon get the emblem? Because it's difficult. Now you get to go show that shit off. Why is there nothing? There's no reason to do a master raid except for an adept weapon that you can just craft instead. You can't craft a trials adept weapon, can you? No, you can't. So why is there, I mean, I, I think, and here's, I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning, is you mentioned, G, that uh, adept weapons just aren't as good as crafted weapons. Take crafting out of the raid. Take take the raid weapons and just, they shouldn't be craftable. Yeah, um, I, I mean. I mean, if we really want to give incentive, yeah. take the craftable weapons out of the raid. Give us incentive. If you want, if you want the good shit. You got. I mean, you don't see Fate Bringer craftable, and guess what? Guess there were people doing Templar checkpoints every time that shit came around. Okay, and there was a good reason to do it because you could put all the good shit on it. You get double perks. It came with Firefly already on it. Why? Why? Why do they randomly change? That? I think it's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's you go and get your red borders, go craft it. You get your best gun, but that doesn't. You once you get that best gun, what are you doing now? You're not playing that shit. You're just not doing it. Yeah. That's what Destiny is is good for, is replayability and incentive. I, I want a Fatebringer. I want the best hand cannon in the game. So what am I going to do? I'm going to wait for Templar Checkpoint to come around, and I'm going to grind that shit until my fingers fall off, until I get the best gun. And when I do get it, it feels just as good as if I were to get a Galahorn in D1, and I finally can now go use that weapon that I put so much time and effort into and whoop some people's ass with it, whether it's PvE or PvP. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't know if I'd take crafting out of the race, because I will say, the one thing that is Omega aids in playing Destiny is when you're just grinding and grinding and grinding, and you just don't get the 5 out of 5 roll that you want. So I like, they, I like crafting keep for playing that. then. But yeah, I think for like a master raid's sake, they need to just up the red border drop rate to like 25, maybe even 50%. I'll go and clear farm the encounter that I want the drop out of, and then I'll get all my red borders done. Do that for maybe just do it one week at a time that you get the drop. Like let us farm it, and then like that's that's your replayability right there, you know. But I think it just goes back to incentive, like you guys are saying. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's probably ten to twenty things they could do to add incentive to master raids. So the fact that there's not yeah, one absolutely. reason to do it is pretty crazy. But yeah. I don't know. And here's the thing is the, the difficulty doesn't really seem to, to match the rewards as well, too. I think that's another issue that Master Raids have is, is the difficulty. As you said, you, you probably casually cleared it on your first go-round. Luke probably casually cleared it. Like, didn't seem like it was any different than what day it, one felt like. It felt like contest. 
kind of yeah like, so you, you know it's like day one all over again and maybe a few more champions again i haven't been, i haven't had a chance to run it yet so i i might be in the dark here but tell me tell me if the difficulty is worth the reward that you get what was it a sidearm was the first one yeah the adept sidearm. that was pretty I mean, that was a kind of a punch in the nuts whenever that dropped but tell me i'm wrong hey literally because no, it looks like yeah. a nuts. it does look like some balls too i mean i wouldn't even say that's really a reward too so like even even if you want to go the route of saying like the raid is difficult like i don't like we've already said that's not really a reward to get that uh, adept weapon because you might as well just go and craft it so exactly it's i mean even if it was and, and honestly the raid's super easy so i don't know it's kind of a weird kind of like a catch-22 it's not hard but then you also don't get anything worth your time so i'd say yeah even loading up the raid is kind of a waste of time unless you want to get the triumphs done but mm -hmm. that's where i'm at hey. with it well Here's one way we can make raids harder. And gee, this is your this is your go round here. This is what you do. And this is uh I want you to kind of first explain to us for those that don't know what what low mans or what speed runs are, this is something that is kind of a I'd say it's a pretty knit community, pretty small yeah. community in Destiny 2, and of course was in Destiny 1 as well, too, of of just speed runs and low mans. Um tell us for those that may not know what they are. In your in your own words, what what these two things are and and how you how you got into them as well too, I'd like to know. Um, yeah, so, so I think low mans are kind of easier to explain. They're just like, well, I guess speedruns are easy too. But low mans is just literally going into a raid. Um, typically not dungeons because dungeons are all soloable, but going into a raid and then going in with either two or three players. So they're typically known as like trios or duos. And then every single raid that exists right now can be trioed and done trio flawless so after you learn the trio which tends to even if you're new to low mans be pretty easy just because you can kind of brute force your way through it mm -hmm. after you do that you can kind of go back and try and do it without anybody dying and that'll be your trio flawless and then three of the raids which are deep stone root of nightmares which just came out and then vog they can be duoed and duo flawless as well so um that's low mans and then speed runs is pretty much just going in with six people and doing the raid as fast as possible, but with some skips, some other manipulations to mechanics. And the main thing is you're you're running a timer when you do it. So it's known as RTA or real-time attack speed runs. And so there's some other things in there to make sure everybody's at an equal playing field. So we just did Deepstone Crypt. And uh, the amount of XP you got in the game, for example, was so high that it would lag the raid out. So at a certain point, we would all stop moving and there was like pauses implemented. So we'd pause our timer, wait for that XP to catch up and then go. And the same thing like exists for load times so that people on console who load slower can also be on like an equal playing field. So those are kind of low man's speed runs. That. And, That's cool. Bro, yeah. You guys are cracked. Like you guys are like <laughs> this little tiny, like, like the small community of people that are so stinking good at video games. It's like so impressive. I, it's funny I, it's funny because respect. i'm terrible which i know like in hindsight well, like no way you're, in hindsight, you're saying like, compared that, but... to, there's so many people though that like make me look like ass you know what i mean so there's like people who are getting like records people who are doing some of the first low man so a lot of those i agree a lot of those guys are, are very cracked as well but um but yeah so so Did how you, many I, of those you you mentioned the trio all the trios everything can be trioed everything or three of them can be do have you have you done all of them yeah, I've done all of them up to this point. The only thing I haven't done is Trio Flawless Root of Nightmares. I've done the trio, but like we did the duo and duo flawless for that. So it's kind of like redundant. It's just a matter of time. 
Yeah, it's not as yeah, cool to do yeah. three. I mean, you already did it the better thing, which is two. So I'm not sure yeah. what three would even be used for. It's just I, a filler <laughs> hey, stream night. I don't I'll know. do it with you. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I'll run it. I'll run it. Trio Flawless Ron. Let's do it. I'm in there. It'll be easy. It'll be easy. Have you seen Maddox play? All right. Well, all right. All right. Getting ahead of myself. I don't know. I haven't even done the trio yet. Let me ask this. First completion will be Trio Flawless. Easy. Let me ask this, G. Is this the first game you've done speedruns or Lowmans, or have you done this like outside of Destiny? Because I've seen some people do like Pokemon ones. It's like insane. I watched this dude on a plane. Like this dude was playing Pokemon on his Game Boy Advance SP on a flight, and he showed me that he like beat the whole game on that one flight. So like, have you done anything like that in the past, or is this first game you've done that kind of stuff? Uh, Lowmans. I don't even know if there's other like games you could consider. I don't know enough about other games for like Lowmans speedruns. I haven't done anything like that. I just. It's kind of one of those things. I'm not even somebody who's really into speedruns that much and like running stuff fast, but it's just, I was like, we're out of low mans to do. So we might as well start, you know, doing speedruns type of deal. Oh yeah. I think one of the coolest things in this game is, is flawlessing a raid or like speed running low mani. I think that's such a cool concept. I mean, I've yeah. done a few, like I said, I, before we started, I told you I've done PSP and Kings Fall. And I swear there was a third, but I can't think of what it was if it, if I did it but anyways um and i i haven't soloed any of the dungeons because you can't pay me enough money to solo anything like i actually yeah i take that i take that back i've soloed pit of heresy and shattered throne for charity incentive and it was the most balding experience i've ever had in my life bro um it's not fun honestly it's not <laughs> it makes me want to just rip my hair out dude oh my gosh because one thing can happen you have to start the whole damn thing over yeah i'm oh, not a fan you. of solos no, thank do you. I don't want it. But dude, just something about speedruns that is just so intriguing to watch. And you mentioned other games, Luke. I I actually I've seen like Mario, like Mario 64 speedrun, and then it was like Legend of Zelda speedruns. And that shit is so interesting to Bro, see. They'll be like beat Breath of the Wild like, and jumping backwards, like Link is like hopping backwards and like like then he like shoots across the map or something <laughs> like that. Like they hit one one pixel that like skips them to the boss or something like that. It's so interesting to watch, but I, I haven't watched very many like Destiny speedruns except for I think Last Wish, and I think I like they'll pop up on my YouTube every once in a while of like World Record Last Wish or something like that. Do you have anything that you that would be a World Record G? Or are you like close to like, like no, even going no. for it? So we the only time I would say I was close to a record was for Val, and I think the record the previous record was like a twenty one thirty. Are some of best. So some of best is just you end up like breaking each encounter and then the skips going from the end of an encounter to the next encounter, you break them up into segments. And so uh -huh. your, your sum of best is like your theoretical lowest time. We could have beaten record and we had a few runs that got, I think close. Um, but we, we just didn't run as much. And then there was another team running it and they just obliterated the record. They took it down from like 2130 to like 1730. So wow. they cut off like four minutes. So their Jeez. shots were insane. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my lord, that's insane. Yeah, you normally you see like a couple seconds taken off the record, not not a couple minutes. Holy yeah, moly. Yeah, yeah, that team obliterated that raid. They're cracked. Oh, that's insane. Have you um yeah. ever thought about like teaching low mans at all? Because I know we have a buddy named Frosty. I don't know if you know who Frosty yeah. is, but he's in he's in our he's in our team. And um a while back he used to he actually taught me trio DSC and he would like every Sunday he'd like teach people low man raids. Have you thought about doing something like that? interesting um it depends because it's like it's hard if i did it on stream maybe um but i know mm -hmm. there are some people in the the low man community who are a bit trolly and a bit a bit, yeah. a bit of toxicity there so you got to be careful sure, with sure. that and who you let on stream um 
And then with that, I think it's also hard because you don't know the level that people play at. So, I mean, some things might be very basic, but I think like I've taught my friends, I've carried a few friends through like their trio and trio flawlesses just right. because we knew how to do it at that point. We're like, hey, just do this, do this. But I think when you don't know the level somebody plays at, I don't, it's hard, I think, to carry in a low man, especially like a low man flawless. Right, so it just, right. I don't know, it varies. Yeah, and in DSC, I think it was pretty mechanic heavy for just a trio as well, too. There was a lot of times where we had to like, He's like, okay, this is what we do. We have to, we have to stall here. We have to, we have to hand you the ball. While wow, I'll take this there, you stand there. Make sure the captain stays alive, or something like that. There was something in yeah. particular that, and then, and then you get to the 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 um the descent one, and that one was just like, holy shit! You just like yeah. try to figure out what the hell you're doing, and I, and I don't really remember a lot of it, but man, that one was just a lot of fun. And once we completed it, it's just the just the satisfaction you get from completing that was so fun, and so it felt so it's good. Morning. Um, I, I think this is one of your buddies in chat. It goes by Miff. He says, what's your favorite speed run? Favorite speed run. All right, so, so far we've done, we did, we started with Garden of Salvation. I think Garden's probably going to be my favorite. After Garden, we did Val. And then after Val, we did Deep Stone Crypt. And then I did also run the Dungeon Spire the Watcher. So I would say from a dungeon perspective, Spire is probably my favorite. Just because we, we were actually close, I guess, to getting record depending on uh uh who put their times in when and and if we were able to like get extra time off of our run but that was fun there's not a lot of rng in that from a rate perspective garden garden is super cool because with garden there's just so much mechanical like manipulation you go from like first encounter you you have two or three people skip to the second encounter you place like perma flags so that when people join you can rally get ammo there's something called like zero subs so there's like mechanics to, to making the second encounter go super fast um and then the current record does the third and fourth encounter at the exact same time so it's just it's wild it, it's wild oh i so, need a link to this youtube video. i'm i'm in, i'm I'm, in, I'm very intrigued it's just a cool raid it's a cool raid but i think a lot of people also I love hate garden, garden i, I love garden garden is my I favorite raid in d2 one of my favorite raids in d2 i my love garden has the best hand cannon in the game oh uh, yeah here we go <laughs> that's why that's he your likes background. Garden. that's your that's your computer background it is <laughs> it's like warlock ophids yes. gospel, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yes sir um that one's dope just because like there's so much you can do behind the scenes to take off that's seconds, cool. seconds. I'm that was the I'm first a, raid i, I did flawless up. actually ever was gos because i've don't i've oh. never done speed runs or low mans but i've done all the raids flawless well except for the newest one and GOS was the first one I did flawless for the seal. At the time, you had to go flawless okay, for the yeah, seal. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to anymore. But that raid was fun to do flawless. Honestly, it was tough. One of the hardest parts was getting through the washing machine and not die. Like getting through the washing machine and not oh, dying. Oh, the windmills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good times. I Dude, garden, um, garden was hard. Yeah. Go ahead. When it came out. Oh, I love garden. I, I think it's so cool. And I and I've uh, someone says we love moats. Yes, we love moats. Um, but. Without talking about like ancient gospel, I just I just love the aesthetic. I love that it's actual garden. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of trees. I love the minotaurs. I love just I love the final boss as well too. I think that's such a cool boss fight. You have the builders. You have the the people that are gathering moats. You have to let them in, let them out, all that good stuff, and make sure you're really close to. The, I just think it's a really unique raid. I think it has a lot of cool. I wish I had more weapons to choose from other than just a bunch of specials or yeah. uh, energy weapons, but. 
Also, um, lore-wise, it doesn't make any sense to me. I have no freaking clue what we're doing in there, but no, I, it no looks idea. cool. Absolutely no idea <laughs> whatsoever. Who, um, why we're fighting But it was fighting so good they remade or... it and put it in Inspire the Watchers, so we love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, talking about speedruns, I think what, it, what would actually be, a, or low mans, and I guess just flawless raids as a whole as well, too, is I think one of the coolest things that was brought to raids was Petra's run. I think I love how, like, you have that, like, if someone dies, you start over no matter what. Like, the game yeah. does it for you type deal. So there's, like, a lot of pressure on you. And I, I, I remember doing Petra's run for the first time. And what it was is I was doing a 24-hour stream, and we got a, just a bunch. I was like, dude, who wants to do Petra's run? Like, I've never done it before. Just, like, as content, because it was, like, midnight. And I'm, like, yeah. 12 hours in. And I'm just like, who wants to do this shit? Well, there was a lot of people. And I, and I, got, I got one of my buddies that was, like, really good at raids. His name's Pork. And um, I, I let him be a captain. So we had like 11 people to choose from, or 10 people in this case. And we like we did like a little draft and we raced. And the first person oh. that got done uh, just was, you know, got bragging rights, whatever. And um, they, his team finished it first go round. And I, my dumb ass like fell off on the jumping puzzle and stuff. It was hilarious. But dude, that, that whole just concept of like having the game just like wipe you instantly the second someone dies. It was so cool. And I wish they would implement something like that into all the raids as well too where like you had to like put a code in or something like that or or fly into a special node and or whatever to to have that kind of pressure to do a flawless raid i don't know why but i feel like that to me would make me want to do a flawless raid more often if that makes sense yeah if it was like yeah they could do that they could do a ton of stuff like that too like force absolutely use. i know i know people hated the um what was it called what was uh do you guys remember levy was it prestige raids that type of stuff yeah prestige force loadout yeah okay. they did yes they did that. yeah they did yes that. Uh, no people hated that but fire the star I mean, stars is fire the star fire and um Spire worlds Gator. and levy yeah. all had their prestige all had specific loadouts and at that time there was double primary so you had like a scout primary. a scout and then it, even sometimes it'd be like anything so you yeah. could use anything in like your, yeah, your loadout energy and then and then it was like fusion rifle or something like that. Yeah, I think they could do a lot. Like that. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be just like, if you want to do it, you can do it. Obviously, like, don't implement that into like master raids type deal. Sure, but like, sure. Just, just an added, if you guys want to meme around in a raid, have fun, have something else to do, do that type of deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now that we're also, we, we've been talking about raids, of course, because that's what you do. Like, it, it's it's your biggest content, as you know. And I want to... Uh, not sure if anybody has uh, has anything else to say about speed runs or low mans, um, but we play a little game each uh, stream, and in today's game, today's segment, we're gonna be making a tier list, and Twitter loves these, and so do I. So I'm gonna bring up, uh, we're gonna, it's dungeons and raids, but we're only gonna be doing raids. So if you're watching, we are gonna go, we're gonna go one by one, and we don't have to agree. But we are going to simply, one by one, put raids in a tier list. And uh, so let me bring this up here. And uh, I will tell you what's next. I'll actually scroll down a little bit as well, too. Let me put this over here. Um, so we'll start with this. Um, G, you're our guest, my friend, so we'll let you go first. The first one up is going to be Crota's End. And if you haven't done any of these, we can, we can if you don't, or if you, you said you okay, haven't. Okay. If you haven't done any of them, or if you didn't go back and do them, and if you, anyways, if you haven't done them, then we'll skip to someone else. So, first one um, up is Crota's End. We have S A B C or D T D being the worst, S being the absolute best raid ever. 
So start us off, Mr. G. What do you think of Crota's end? Well, I just said S tier. Um, I think Crota, yeah, Crota guy, was cool. It was definitely the, it was a second raid. Um, I think it kind of in terms of like length sucked, but it was definitely cool in D one. Okay. And the solo speed, like being able to do solo speed runs. I remember uh, watching Tifu back in the day with his dreads doing yes. solo speed runs. So I yes. think this is a good B tier, like. Okay. If it wasn't soloable, I think I'd put it C or D, but I think mid is is pretty decent. Okay, so we're going Crota's end being a B tier raid. I I don't disagree. Pause. I don't disagree. Okay. What about you, Lee? Do you agree or disagree with that? I agree. I, I agree. Think it's, okay. That's a perfect spot for. We're for, starting for strong Crota. with the with an agreement. Luke, you're like, up next, my friend. To, do we have to all agree? Like, no, we the, don't. It's I'm just I'm just I just want to. Where does it go? Like, like, oh, are we trying to get our overall like? All of no, us. you tell us where it goes, and it's going to go there, but I just want to know if you agree or disagree. We'll, like our, we'll go who All right, what's next, there. Crown? Next is Crown of Sorrow. I have I have kind of a hot take on this one, but I'll let you place it. Where's Crown of Sorrow in your opinion, Mr. Lee? Now, I feel like I'm going to be putting this higher than it should be because this was my favorite, like, flawless raid that I did because it's kind of tough, Um, well, in my opinion. I'm, I might be washed, but I would put it in the in the A spot. Okay. Um, I think All that right. it's. I think that aesthetic-wise, like the final boss is really cool. I liked the mechanics. I thought it was mechanic-heavy raid in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So I'm throwing it. I'm gonna throw it an A. And I and I had to do it like a bunch during my one 24-hour stream. I did because I I think I did all of the challenges. Like I think I did That's the whole right. CO4 it. I in do one remember stream. that. I do remember that. So I vividly remember doing that a lot for some reason. But I really like that one. So people might hate me like a lot but i'm gonna say i think it's a. based <laughs> i think it, i think the final encounter is the best raid encounter ever made from like That's mechanical amazing. movement doing That's all hard. that the entrance sucks so i think a is like perfect i need i need to hear maddox's hot take for this though bro Same. i'm putting this bitch at c or d bro i'm not gonna lie you barely Why did though? this Why? though did you no, I did this a lot. I I I did this raid a lot. I did the um I did the I think the final boss is great. I do agree. The one of the the final boss is one of the greatest Destiny 2 um you know encounter raid encounters that they've had. But if you think about it, there's quite literally three areas in this whole raid. It's the start, which is one of the worst starts to any raid, like second to to Val. And and then the jumping puzzle is dog shit. Um, and then the final encounter is, or the final room is the last two encounters. Yeah. That's, that's not a raid in my opinion. I don't know. Like that's, I, I agree I with that too. Like I think it's a C or a D in my opinion. I think the only good thing about Crown of Sorrow is simply Terraba is a great, a great raid exotic. And the armor does look kind of sick. I will say the armor is The armor is awesome. And the final raid. boss is very mechanic heavy and it was tough. I will say it's a very tough final boss to, com to complete um dude that so dude punt, that dude punt or uh, kicked me into the wall on my flawless <laughs> so many times i don't even want to think about it yeah i i go it would be the final boss puts it at c but if it if the final boss was bad it'd be a d tier i don't i don't i'm not a big fan of crown of sorrow that's just me but all right we're moving on dsc this is my choice here i'm gonna put this i think this is a pretty mid raid i think it, i think it's gonna be in the same realm of of uh of of crota as we have here i think i'm not a fan of the aesthetic i think dsc in a whole has very unique encounters 
I like the outer space. Of course, the the song that you have when you're outer space is fantastic. Um, but just fighting Tanix, it's just a really easy raid. I think if it was a little bit more difficult, I'd, I'd place it in A. That's my thoughts. You guys agree or disagree? I, I would give it, if I didn't like the reconstruction that was added into the game on these weapons. The perks I, are pretty flawless. I would I give agree. it a I'd give it a D because I hate this raid. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. I think DSC is awful. Um it's it's like it's not super long, but it's like awkwardly long in my opinion. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just like tortured. You know, that's from the a very one. good point. Um this is the one day one that my team I had to get off at uh six AM because I work at a church and go to church and then they finish two hours later. So this one kind of stings in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I like right. spent like 20 hours or whatever trying to do it and didn't finish. So like, screw the stupid raid. <laughs> I give it a B also. It would be C if it, uh, I like it personally. It, it is a little faint to heart because Luke reminded me, it, this was my first ever day one that I've ever completed. I've ever tried, ever completed. So it okay, is okay. kind of a little sentimental to me. So do yeah, you agree probably, or disagree, Mr. G? Uh, for me, I'd put it at A, but okay. I think B is a fine place. I think I like first encounter because it's like, mechanical but dealing damage but it's like not to a boss like i think the fuses are unique um i think atrax is one of the best encounters ever just because it's first dps like swords work type stuff um okay. yeah, second or third and fourth encounter nothing special in my opinion tanix coming back for like the eighth time is awful bro. it is what it oh, is yeah. so yeah i think i think it's a mid raid depending on how uh, you here's look at it. here's one thing as well too about dsc that i do actually like is it's progressive you get you learn about operator and then you learn about uh you know yeah. the operator and the um the scanner and then eventually yeah. excuse me eventually you learn about suppressor and then in the final boss you you use all three of them you know i think that's pretty cool how it gets it, you it progressively introduces you to more mechanics even though they are somewhat similar that makes sense so all right g we're back to you um i i'm just gonna leave i'm gonna go king's fall we're not worried about d1 king's fall let's just do king's fall as a whole um because okay, i see that whole. they have they, okay. they separated them um you so better we do just, this one right bub yeah all i'm saying is you better get this right you better fucking get this right g that's yeah, all you know i'm what's saying funny? you know what's yeah you know what's funny though some people don't like king's fall i like yeah. king's fall i yeah, I, I would put it as an real. raid overall i personally if you would have put that people, shit anywhere you, else bro anywhere we would have stopped the podcast put that shit anywhere else bro i'd have been so upset well, dude, some people hate that you did mechanical damage, and I thought it was a cool type thing to do. I think King's Fall is the epitome of what a raid should be in Destiny. When it came to D2, too, everything just got better, in my opinion. Agreed. And they for a reprised raid, I, I went in and I told my, my team, I was like, dude, nothing's going to be different. We went in, there was so much different. Like, they just mm -hmm. did a perfect amount of changes for each and everything. So, yeah, I think it's S tier. Ton of bosses. Only thing I would change is I'd probably like one, maybe one less boss, one more... Um, puzzle of some counter. sort yeah puzzle like a, yeah. almost like, like a vault encounter from last wish type deal yeah but for how many encounters we got yeah it's pretty easy s tier i think and i think i think some of the coolest loot whether it's weapons yeah. or armor um and and also in again we we didn't we didn't do d1 but i'm gonna add in like the age of age of triumph um from d1 as well too some of the coolest looking oh. armor i think okay. that's ever been brought into destiny so Touch of Malice um, is pretty cool too. Like, Touch of Malice as well too. Yeah, being being considered the Destiny to King's Fall raid exotic, I think is pretty sick. So, um, so some people in chat not agreeing with us here. Um, They're wrong. They don't <laughs> ban them. All right, Mr. Luke, back to you. We're going uh, just Vogue again. This is D two Vogue or D one yes, Vogue. Just, just count them together. Like whether 
Whether you want to... Vogue is going in the S-tier slot for old Luke here. First raid ever. First raid ever. Interesting. First time I've ever witnessed a raid. I know for a fact that they... um, I know a lot of... I don't know what people think of this, to be honest. I don't care. But I think Vogue is is one of the best raids. I don't know if it's because it's the first raid I ever played. Uh But it's an adventure, bro. You start outside. You go into a vault... And of glass, and you make your way all the way through. You to know, the I end never and you thought fight, about it like and that. You fight a boss at the end, like that's what I envision a raid being. So, um, <laughs> we got some, we got some pessimistic homies in chat tonight. <laughs> these, uh, are, G, remind me, these are also your friends. friends as well, too, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, they're, okay. They're, their takes are going to be very like specific to to mechanics and like you know what I mean. I, I can imagine speed stuff like that. Let's. So I think I think that. Each boss is very unique in Vogue. I know some of it's older now compared to like what they could, but like it's a simple right. raid in my opinion, and I, I just think it's beautiful. Lore-wise, it kind of makes sense. Some of my favorite memories are in Vogue. Some of my favorite exotics that I got from the exotic chest in D1 are from Vogue. I mean, like there's just a lot that goes into this raid that makes it really special to me specifically, and I think to a lot of other people. So that's why I would throw the S to your spot. Okay. I don't I, I disagree and I don't disagree. I think Vogue, I think every point you have for Vogue, I agree with, but I just wouldn't put it that high. I don't think it's comparable to King's Fall, but I do agree with all your points, but just not enough to put it S tier. Does that make sense? Why though? Like what makes it not better than like the same as King's Fall? I think the loot. I think the loot. I think the only thing I care it's to got, get from it's got some of the best stuff people ever use. I used. think Fatebringer is really the only decent thing that you get from vog as I mean, found verdict's pretty good vex is pretty found verdict good. is good yes yes vex, yes found vex, verdict there's three one. like really great weapons okay so three weapons compared you to everything you get from king's fall that i think is pretty useful what i just you getting, what are you high. using from king's fall right now other I think than the scout all the, rifle I think all the armor looks fucking sick you're literally wearing a war priest helmet if you're a titan the the you look like a like a hive wizard if you wear the warlock chest piece like i just think that the armor itself looks better there's nothing unique about the vog armor in my opinion i, I think it. for well, me i want to hear g miners yeah Nostal- <laughs> i agree with luke Nostal- if we're going like a d1 nostalgia Nostalgia's there i don't disagree with that you want i'll agree with the s tier for that i'm going d tier for like d2 of og because i just for me it's it's ad clear the raid okay and that's pretty much it i don't think like mechanically speaking i don't think it holds up to a lot of other raids but it makes a lot of sense because it was the first raid, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can compete with what's going to... You mentioned with King's Fall that they did a great job reprising it into D2. I think they did an excellent job reprising Vogue into D1, D2. I think they really, truly did. Um, day one experience, there was a lot of things that like you had to realize are different. You know, shooting the oracles in in uh, in order instead of just randomly. Um, I think yeah. I think that's I think they did a great job reprising it. Of course, it doesn't make sense with the storyline that it was brought into, of course, because we just we knew that. But uh, I do think they did a great job and making Vex the final the final thing was really cool. Seeing just Vex come back as a whole and being really strong whenever it did come out, um, I think was was definitely a great way to bring Vogue back to what it was in D1. I do. I do agree that they did a great job doing that. I, I, I yeah, I'm just going to be on. I'm just saying I this is this I I I'm must just be an old man because i still think it holds up in d2 like i genuinely do i don't, I, I don't I, disagree i, I think don't disagree some of the stuff like i said I'd put added, like when we get to root i think root's awful i think it's a terrible raid to be honest and 
in every possible way. That's what this whole segment's about. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on. I don't want to argue about it. I, I just, I'm just gonna say, I okay, agree this with you guys is this way. is duality. So again, we're only doing raids, and we've already done King's Fall. So this is Eater of Worlds. This is my choice. Eater of Worlds isn't a raid, Better in my put opinion. It under the map, bro. Like Eater of Worlds, uh, you got two weapons um, to choose from. The raid armor was god awful. Uh, Eater of Worlds itself was just the whole first encounter was jumping puzzle and then add clear, and then what the first the first actual encounter was like setting up for the boss fight, if I remember correctly, like. The mines or whatever it was, yeah, yeah, like that's quite literally it. Yeah, <laughs> like this isn't a raid in my opinion, and I, I, there's, there's nothing else to really say. I think, I think Eater of Worlds is, is terrible. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. It's the worst raid I've ever played. I, it's yeah, so I boring. I think it's pretty bad. I think it's pretty <laughs> yeah. boring. It was fun to go around and just like have a raid to do. I guess. Yeah. If you just yeah. wanted to chill with the boys, but not very fun. It's your pinnacle or something, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. Um. It was cool. I did like it. I liked shooting out the cannon. That was a lot of fun. But uh, and trying to hit all the rings to get the exotic chest. That was cool. I, I did like that implementation. Boss fight, yeah, it was pretty cool. Having to bring the vex craniums, I think it was pretty unique. But that man fell over. Like it, it, it didn't seem like he had a lot of health and stuff. But um, there's nothing really much else to say. You got you got two weapons. You got a sidearm or a, or a GL. I think it was. Plus it was, was a raid layer. Like yeah. it wasn't even a full raid. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So doesn't even count as a raid in my opinion. So. Luke, up to you. You got you got Garden. Where are we putting it? Mm, wait, did G oh. Meyer? Did we skip oh, I'm sorry. G did I skip G? I or skip Garden? G. Okay. I know where he's going to put it, probably. Top. Where are we putting it? No, um, I'm going to put it A tier. I don't think it deserves an S tier spot, but okay. I'll be real. If, if I was doing Garden when it came out, I wouldn't put it up this high because I didn't think it was that good. But then looking back, I think the day one experience with... I think it was 96 teams beat it. I think that's a perfect level of difficulty. The day one difficulty was flawless, in my opinion. I will agree. That was a hard one. I spent 18 hours. We got the final ball. I did a watch party up. for it. It was right around the time, because I, I started streaming right around sh before Shadowkeep came out. And um, so I like did like a little watch party, like literally just myself. No one else even showed up. But, um, Shut up. But I was it, probably there. It was so cool. I didn't know you then. It was so cool um, just seeing. I think I was watching Fami. I was watching... Um, yeah. Uh, I was watching Glad, Gigs, Datto, all the guys. I just had them. All. I was like, dude, this, this is so fun to watch the world's yeah. first race. And I think Garden was a fan. Like every every encounter, I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Oh, what's next? Oh my god, these guys moved on. Holy shit! And I just love Garden as a raid. I truly do. I think it's very aesthetically pleasing. The armor, I like it. Some people say that's not good. I hate. The I, armor. I truly like the armor. I think it's unique. It doesn't really look like much else other than like that one Eververse set. Um, but just kind of alter a little bit. And then, of course, greatest hand cannon ever made. Can't really do much other than that. So, for, for speedruns and low mans, I, this is my favorite low man, like just trio, casual yeah. trio. It's yeah, fun, engaging enough, but it's like you're not sweating during any part. And then for speeds, as I went over, it's just, it's a fun rate to just sit there and like learn. So, I think it, I think A is pretty. You know, good, I but... I have trio I have trio Goss on my on my checklist along with trio Ron. So I'm gonna hit you up here soon. You never know. He might have to teach me that. Oh, to do? Yes, sir. We'll run it. <laughs> All right, uh, Luke. Back to you, my friend. You have last wish. Where are we putting? Oh, last dude, last wish. wish is S tier. Yeah, that's one of the best raids ever. I mean, I compare. I'd say like if I had to rank them in order, it would be like 
King's Fall, then Last Wish. It's, it's I think they're so easily interchangeable. <sighs> the Dreaming City is yeah. one of the most beautiful locations in Destiny. Absolutely. It, there's a dragon. Like it's uh it's a full storyline. Like it's a it's the same as King's Fall. Like you you start outside and you make your way in and you fight all the way to the bottom and you fight a boss mm-hmm. that that is like not really someone you want to fight against, but then there's like an after boss thing that doesn't happen very often with more mechanics that are kind of difficult and really communication based back in the day. Now people can just like smash through it, but, and it was one of the coolest day ones I've watched um, by far like 18 and a half hours, dude. That's wild. I think that it's amazing. Now listen, chat and listeners are gonna be mad at me. I've never done legit Riven. I would love to Luke. I would love to. We did. We talked about this on the podcast before when we did Destiny Nerds. I uh, want to do checklist. it. I have always wanted to do it, but there's we never just to. there's we never need been a checklist of things that we have not done, Luke, and we need to complete them. I want to do it more than anything. It's just I've never like there's never been a night where people are like, "Do you want to do legit Riven with us?" Like, well, yeah, there's really no incentive yeah. <laughs> to do it at the moment, but dude, legit Riven is so good. And let me tell you as well too. I think a lot of people don't uh, don't understand how good. A thousand voices was when it first came out as well too like that shit was so cool to see a fucking just you had a you basically had a dragon in your hand shooting a beam of fire like that's just wild i think that's one of the coolest raid exotics that they've ever came out with and did then last hear, wish is fantastic did you ever hear the audio bug with last wish when it yeah. came out <laughs> yeah. it was so oh. bad it just destroyed the, your eardrums i don't even remember some you would shoot it and it would just be it like scream. Like, yeah, it was so oh, loud. yes. Yeah. Yes, I do remember so that. It's similar to the recent one in King's Fall, where it's just loud as fuck. I it do was remember one in that. You oh, Golgi? It was yeah, Golgi, Golgi, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Golgi yeah, yeah. would like scream that. Yeah, yeah. at you. Yeah. It was a very loud, like witch scream. Yeah. It was it was it was, sure. it was very similar to how the Golgi scream was. I do remember that now, yes. Um, but I, I totally agree with you, Luke, here. S-tier by far, last wish, 100%. It's very similar to how I thought about King's Fall. King's Fall just reminds me of, like, what a raid should be in Destiny. And and last wish just checks every box. Well, like, um, that Forsaken was, like, D2's... Um, Golden Age. Taken King, basically. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was the thing that revamped everything. And, Agreed. And, and people totally never agree. forget about it. It's kind of, like, annoying because it was so good. There's probably not going to be anything as good as that again mm-hmm. until the next thing. <laughs> but, G, what do you think? No, I agree. I, I think it's pretty hard to put it anywhere other than S tier. Yeah. Some of your some of your buddies aren't agreeing with us, but it's okay. Yeah, some of my buddies have uh, <laughs> L takes is what we call them. <laughs> takes oh goodness all right what we have up next again no longer doing we're not doing dungeons or uh, the d1 version uh so next we have callus i'm going to put callus hmm i'm gonna i'm gonna be a little generous and i'm gonna go b tier i think i think this being one of the first raids ever introduced into destiny 2 it did a great job I think the encounters are really cool. How they switched every week, where like one thing, something, like the encounters were, were in different order each week. Um, the prestige was really cool. Um, prestige changed the way you did the encounters as well too, which is what I like. So like everybody kind of had their own, you know, everybody had to participate in the prestige, whether it was in uh the gauntlet like you had to switch your roles in the uh final room you got taken out a random person was taken out so some person that never did the void room might have gotten put in the void room 
didn't really know what the hell was going on, you know? And, um, and then, and then of course, just the whole aesthetic. I think I, I still run prestige levy on my warlock. It's, it's some of the coolest armor. I think that they've come out with. I love the, I love the aesthetic. And then again, Callus being such a huge story in destiny too. Um, I think, I think I, 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 it's good, but I don't think it's, it's, it's to the level of, you know, actually I'm going to go a, I, I, I'm talking all good about it. I'm going to go a, it's not last wish. It's not. It's and I and I even downed I downed Crown of Sorrow, so I'm gonna put it at A. I think Levy's a very good raid. I'd put it at uh, C because I hate Callus and I hate the Leviathan <laughs> and I hate the the Cabal. I hate everything about Callus, so I'm not gonna say anything else. It's not a good reason to not like it. I do think it's a good raid technically, but I just don't like the atmosphere of the raid, so I would put it in in the lower level. But I do okay. I do think it's fun. Like the fi- I think Callus is a fun encounter and i do think that some of the game showy like like the one i can't remember what it's called you know when you're like going around the outside and people are on the inside um, oh gauntlet the gauntlet, gauntlet. yeah i think gauntlet's cool. super fun just because i like moving around a lot yeah all right do you agree or disagree uh i don't know c's looking pretty empty so i'd probably throw it down there you guys go and see okay levy never did it for me i know people like the rotation for like speed runs and stuff but i was never into like speeds back then and I think it was just made for like a double primary meta, so it just felt super slow. I, I would love fan, to see it reprised in in this day and age. I, I think I yeah. think it would be ten times better. Yeah, if they reprised it and reworked it, I agree with that. Yeah, okay, like, just like some slight changes, but yeah. All right, let's um let's be a little short and sweet with these next few ones, just to kind of get because we still have a hot take to talk about. We're getting close and short on time. Okay. So, uh, G, you are up. Scourge of the past. Where are we putting it? Uh, I think we do Scourge. I think Scourge is A tier. It was super short, and I know a lot of people didn't like that. I like the map encounter. I thought it was fun to move around. Um, The world record for this is like f- sub five minutes, which I think is just crazy. This that had a wild. Petra's Run type thing you could do. Um, I like the CAP type thing for damage. Um, Yeah, I think I think it was great. I think it was just like super easy for replayability. Okay. But I don't think it's that high, but I don't think it's a C or D. I would put it I would I would almost alternate at C and B, you know, not as good as yeah, DSC. Yeah, yeah. I love Crota, and it's really just nostalgia. I think Scourge, I think Scourge, the weapons and the armor really does it good. And I think just how fast the raid you can do the, the and how unique the encounters were compared to, you know, just how all raids work. I think it, I I do I would put it B. I think I think it's not A. It's not it's not up there, but it's it's middle of the road for me. I'd agree with A because. Okay. It's beautiful. I love that it's like in the city. It's like one of the only places, times when we're actually in the city, you know? That's true. Um, and it's fast, which I like fast raids, but it's also like not e- like it was a lot of, I, I, as you've, you're figuring out, I really like it whenever there's a lot of like technical like stuff that you have to do in these, not just, I like mechanics. I don't, I don't just yeah. like, Mechanics are very unique. I did. Boss I do base. like them. Yeah, and and the berserkers. By the that's way, that's what I was about to say. Coolest, berserkers yeah, are cool. Yeah. Some of the coolest, what, what like like similar to tormentors. Like they were they were beefy some bitches. All right, next on the list, I have a hot take about this one as well too, Mr. Luke. I think you're up. Where do we next? I can't see. Uh, Spire. Yeah, Spire. Oh god. Spire stars. Where are we putting it? Um, I would usually people like would put it in like the d spot just because a lot of people hate that raid i'm probably going to put it in the in like the b or c i can't decide because it's difficult i mean it is a difficult raid it's one that not a lot of people i don't think 
ran through because I think it was the last raid layer. People were kind of over raid layers. Mm-hmm. I'm probably just going to throw it in C, to be honest. I didn't okay. do it very much. I only did it a couple times for the seal or whatever I had to do it for. Um, and I did not have fun in it. I, like I said, I don't like Cabal at all. Like I, I hate the Leviathan. I hate like the gold theme atmosphere. It's just not my thing. So that always took me out of it. But uh, I know that this this raid gets memed pretty hard, and it used to at least. I don't I don't see as many people talking about it nowadays since it got mm-hmm. halted. But what do you guys think? I would put it at one more up. I think the final boss fight is one of the coolest fights that Destiny's had. And especially for a raid layer, like this wasn't a raid layer. Like this was just a minor step above what a raid layer, you know, what Eater of Worlds is like. This is very, very, uh, you know, very much of an upgrade from Eater of Worlds when it comes to raid layers. Like if they added like maybe one more encounter to this, this would be way up here. Like this was more of a raid layer. Like like Crown of Sorrow is more of a raid layer than this was, if you ask me. I, I would put it in a B. Yeah, I think I think C or B is good. I really like the final boss. I like the entrance too, just moving around, chucking the balls, and actually having to have some bit of yes, coordination. I, that was really but interesting as well too. I, I think there's a lot of parts that people just hate about this raid because it was somewhat difficult to have all six people actually know what they're doing. And right, uh, some that's what a raid should be aged, though. But yeah, okay, all right. It's been so long up. since I've done it, I can barely remember like what the, like the final boss had a raid. very unique like way to way to you know get to the damage and i think it was, but once you got the damage like the raid was over like you just you absolutely yeah, annihilated him one phase yeah <laughs> all right i think this is where you guys are going to highly disagree with me and and i think val oh, goes to s tier i gotta head out i gotta head out <laughs> you're on drugs bro maddox yeah, on drugs dude. i think okay i'm sure I, g's friends agree though they're probably like yes yeah, let me let me just let me preface this <laughs> This is this is A, but it's an A plus. It's okay. not it's not it's not comparable to King's Far Last Wish, but it is better than what we have in the A tier. This right here, the 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 all the weapons are fantastic. By the way, like that. this is this is one of the best raids we've had when it uh, compared to weapons for Baron, Submission, Cataclysmic. You even have the Fusion, which is somewhat decent. Um, the armor is very unique. It has moving pieces on the armor. All the jumping puzzles were sick. The the encounters themselves are very cool. You have uh, a red border chest. You get red borders at the end. Rolk kicks the fuck out of you. Like Rolk is one of the coolest final bosses I think we've had in a long time. I, I it's A plus. It's not A. It's not S. But it's it's it is very close to being one or the other. That's my opinion. I think I'd probably put it B or C tier. Payload sucks. Pay, just it's ass. First encounter I like. There's a lot of movement involved and stuff like that. Um, so I really do like first encounter. It just feels engaging. I don't like caretaker because it's just pretty much the same mechanic for the entire raid. So by the time you get to caretaker, it doesn't feel special. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's just stand on three plates. I don't think third really does anything special. I agree with Rolk. Rolk is one of the best boss fights. But mechanically speaking, just like doing the runes and calling out, doing the same mechanic for the fourth time in a row... To me, just that's what doesn't make it S for me uh, is yeah. the repeating mechanics. It's it's above what we have here, Leviathan and all them. But of course, it's not Last Wish, Vog, <laughs> and all that stuff. So, like I said, like I kind of have to preface that 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 choice there. So, um, Mr. G, I don't know, I'm sure if you've done Wrath, but Wrath is up. I there. haven't done Wrath. I have okay. not done Wrath. Okay, well, let's come to yeah. Go ahead. You do Wrath if you want. Yeah, we'll give yeah, him root of it. nightmares then. I'll I'll throw Wrath in. Uh... <sighs> I feel bad because I don't want to put everything in S tier, so I'll put it in the A tier. 
Okay. Because Wrath's a freaking cool raid. Like, Siva is fucking gas, dude. It's such a cool raid. Like, the final boss is so difficult, and and you just have to jump on his back at the right time, and so many Warlocks just fell off the edge. Like, it's just like... They reprise this raid, I'll be extremely happy. Bro, they have to. This has to be the next one. Like, if there's no way they don't. I I would love to see it in, in PC. I would just love to see it. Not even really. I don't. Even, I, if if I can't play it, so be it. I just want to see what it looks like on PC. It's an amazing dude. Because it I'm, is a beautiful raid. I think it'd be funny if on PC they just still kept the frame errors whenever uh, you go play against the big robot. I can't remember what it's called. The big. Um, oh, the siege engine. Yeah, yeah. It usually it'd be like 10 FPS because it was yeah. it was so much <laughs> happening. I hope they just keep that. Just keep it really like jittery. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't I would preface this as well too. This is A plus along with, with Val, like my opinion. It's not S, but it's not A. It's 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 a middle between. All right, last one, Mr. G, you're up. We got Root of Nightmares, Destiny 2's latest raid. Where are we putting that, my friend? I put this D tier, but purely because I think the replayability is decent compared to other raids, I'll go C. Okay. Just because I don't mind I say it's not it's not either world level. It's not. Yeah, I want I want a raid to come out that's hard as hell to get through on day one, and then as soon as day two hits, contest is off, you can just blast through it, because I don't want to spend 20-30 minutes sitting in the raid, so. But two people doing a mechanic the whole time pretty much kind of sucks. The yeah. fact that you could bypass mechanics for day one and not have to, like, stun, I was like, you know, playtest your game a little bit more, and uh, <laughs> two and a half hour clear, not ideal, but it is what it is. There you go. Well, there's the six fronts raid tier list. That was fun. I, I've never done a raid tier list, but I love that. that I think that was fantastic. Yeah. It's good comparing raids to to each other. You know, I love it. Now next, we'll we'll have to get some. Well, I think I think what I would love to see is do like a uh, a strike. I think strikes. We'll do that next with whoever. Oh our, yeah, dude. Our next Any of them from D two is in a D slot. So I already got my <laughs> my right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, uh, G. You helped us come up with this. We're our last uh, talking point of the night. We'll keep it short and sweet, but if we get off, if we get off, it's okay. Um, don't don't feel bad if you guys have an opinion. I might end up very, having to pee in the middle of this. By that's fine. Do pants, what you got to so. do. If I leave, this is a good one. Don't be offended. Chat this for those that are listening. We have a live Twitch audience every other Sunday, and if you guys want to talk about our talking points with us live, um, with our other viewers, um, make sure you guys come in and hang out with us. And if you're listening to this uh, on Spotify or watching us on YouTube. And just deal with our opinions. There's really not much you can do. Then go to the comment section, baby. Um, so hot take of the week. We let our guests take, come up with these if they'd like to. And Mr. G Miners gave us a damn good one for the week, baby. G Miners hot take of the week is builds for Endgame. Specifically right now in Lightfall. If I if, if I do remember that correctly, G, if that makes sense for you. Uh, builds for Endgame do not matter. Take us to your thoughts on that. Like, how did you come up with that? What makes you think well, that? Give us your thoughts. For me, I, I wouldn't even go as far as to say it's only life five. Like, I've always felt like this. Okay. I think the, the the three best things that you can put on are just like your your primary, or if you're doing double special, so your kinetic, your energy, and your heavy, and then your exotic. And then obviously, I'm not saying don't set up to have like an optimized subclass, but I think a lot of people play the game and they think they need to have the perfect build going into like some end game piece of content when literally like hitting left click with forbearance is probably going to give you better healing and better ad clear than all these builds. So like Starfire is one build that I would say 
is an outlier, but even with Starfire or something like that, the entire build is throw that on, have fusion grenades, have touch of flame, and then have empowering rifter well. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people go into endgame content with like a perfect build setup that's going to fall apart immediately and just really going in and making sure you can stay alive and then having three good weapons, understanding the the meta for the weapons you should be running is way better than than any single build you could possibly equip. That's a that's a tough one. I don't I don't necessarily disagree and here's here's what I think prefaces this is is the simplicity of build crafting. I think that kind of brings us to the fact that like you you have your exotic and you have your weapons that are going to do majority of what we want. It's going to do ad clear, it's going to heal you or it's going to give you volatile or it's going to do DPS. And you've got your super and then you got your your exotic that you're wearing and your your example with Starfire protocol very simple. Throw on fusion nades, throw on maybe well and touch a flame bada boom bada bing. You don't really need to do anything else. Yeah. Um I don't disagree fully, but what I what I love is the fact that you can come up with such a specific build where so many things, you know, kind of it's almost like a snowball effect. Like if you get a grenade kill, yeah. you get this. And then if you get that, you can now use it to get your grenade back to now do this. And then you're, you're buffed with your weapons. And then now you get your super energy. I think that's what I love about builds in this game now. And that's what loadouts I love about loadouts now as well, too, is I don't have to think about that damn shit. You know, <laughs> it's there. Yeah. It's a click of a button. Now I'm like, I said it. It's there. Now I can use it. And and then and then learning the rotation of that snowball effect. Like, do you throw a grenade first to get this back? And then I use my melee and then I get a, a, a weapon buff. And then that weapon buff, as I'm getting damage, recharges my grenade. Like, what is the cycle of this build as well, too, is what I like to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, no, I agree with that, too. And I think there are certain builds, like, um, I don't know if you, when, when Arc 3.0 came out, I don't know if you saw the, you probably did the Arc Hunter build, 1-2 Punch, mm -hmm. Steam rolls through GMs, um, Hoyle with Titans when that came out, super strong. But I think even with those builds, even if you took them in, like, at their peak to something like Rudo Nightmares Day 1, I mean, if you don't know how, like, oh, a lot of those builds... wouldn't need you, much, much thought, if, I'm sure. But if you don't know how the encounter is going to go, then mm -hmm. those builds, I think, also become increasingly harder to use, where just, like looking at your screen, just worrying about shooting things instead of like steamrolling with a build just becomes a better option. So that's kind of where my thought process lies with like, don't really need that much of a build. See, I, like I said, I understand what you're saying and I, I agree, but just kind of in a sense, I agree. What, what are your yeah, thoughts, yeah. Luke? So coming from a guy that like, this is going to sound messed up. I wish I'm kind of like vanilla destiny. Like I kind of like, I'm I'm not like a guy that comes from like these crazy intricate builds because my brain doesn't work like that. Like I'm not sitting here like, all right. Honestly, I'm too lazy to read what every mod is and how they work. So I don't memorize them. Yeah. I don't freaking know what they do. So I have to just watch a G's video or Gray's video on like if I'm if I'm doing if I'm doing a build, it is literally just like because of a YouTube video. I'm not doing it for fun. So like in my opinion, I wish there wasn't any. And I found that I haven't really used builds over the past few few years. Oh, I, I finish. Either. I finish all my endgame stuff. I like. <laughs> just I do endgame stuff just fine. Like it, like you said, it's it's really just about like your lo your actual loadout, what you're running, what super you're running. Like, and weapons. at the same and at the same time, though, like I do really now that I've been doing loadout since they made it a little bit easier this season to do it in game. I know we could have done it in dim before, and it was like probably just as easy. But uh, I 
I've been testing some stuff and what I found is it's more like niche to what like that thing is I'm doing. So like if I want to like have infinite like ability to freeze people with uh with my new um strand like it was a strand build like a build's probably going to be better. I mean I'm noticing like if I don't use the build my abilities don't refresh as fast so I'm not going to I'm not going to be doing it. But if I throw on this build that has like specific mods and stuff that help a little bit I am able to uh, be a little bit more efficient with the way that I'm playing. So like, I mm-hmm. think that they're not, I think they're not necessary. They don't matter, but I also think that they do make end game a little bit more efficient, I guess. Like they make you a more efficient player in, in whatever that niche like build is, I guess. Um, I do like them. I think it's cool. I don't think that, I think in my like gaming life right now, I'm not in the, in the position where I can sit and study or even to be honest, care that much about like, what like i'm i'm sorry if that offends all the youtubers that like i know that people are passionate about this i know walters will think this and he is passionate about builds but like i don't have he agreed it agreed with us he agreed I, I know but i don't have it in me to like care at all about like trying to figure out like what a good build is that's that's for you guys and i'm glad that's yeah. in the game for those kinds of players i'm just not that kind of player i'm like i i wish it was super simple <laughs> i'm a really simple kind of guy like if just Tell me what weapons I need to run and tell me what super I need to run and what exotic armor piece I need to run and I'm I'm ready to go. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I run. I I that yeah, makes sense. I don't again, I'm I'm on the fence. I like how and and we have some people in our in our chat as well too talking about like it is niche, like you said, Luke. It, it's for what you're doing. You know, if you want to suspend people more often, then put this on and put these mods on. But it's not gonna be detrimental to you. Like you're still gonna be able to suspend enemies and do this and that and probably still complete whatever you're doing but if you want to do it more efficiently then put this on if you want to have infinite super or infinite or not infinite and not infinite super never mind let me take that back infinite like grenades or infinite melee or you know an infinite damage buff or something like that then then just make sure like you have this exotic on but then hey don't forget this mod also gives you you know, a lot of your grenade energy back if you use this and this, that, and this, and that. And then, if oh, if you pair this with forbearance, it's really good for ad clear. I just, I'm on the fence because I love it. And I it's really sparked like a very different interest in this game for me is, is creating these different builds. Like on my Warlock, I have probably about six different builds right now. And all of them I'm very fond of. Like I have my Starfire. I just, today I created a Nezarak Sin build because I'm just like, this exotic is so cool. Now I want to go see how fast I can get my super. And I just love void. I love volatile rounds. And it's just interesting to see how things work with one another. And I think this new simplified build crafting has helped me because I'm like Luke in this aspect. It's simple. And I don't have to really put much thought into it. I can create my own build the way I want it, the way I like it. But then also not very different to other builds as well, too. There's a lot of similar mods. Like, G, you're talking about the mods it's kind of just very obvious what you need to put on now that makes yeah. sense when when you go three seasons ago you had a well well of uh you had your wells your elemental wells you had you could do a war mine cell build you could do um what else you can now we're doing like orbs of light of of course but there were just so many different things that you could build into but it wasn't as accessible you know now everything is accessible and i think that's what has kind of screwed up what your hot take is, is everything is now accessible for everybody and it's so much easier to make a build whenever people are like trying to create these builds. They're just they're just so similar to one another. You just throw a different exotic on and a different pair of, uh, you know, fragments and a different 
special weapon or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Also, I'm not saying, like, at the end of the day, if you have mod slots, energy, use them. You're kind of dumb if you don't put right, stuff in right. and you're like, builds suck, you know, but, um, but yeah, I just don't think a lot of those people, I hear a lot of people and even friends tell me like, dude, you got to run this mod, you got to run this build. And I'm like, I'm going to left click with a super overpowered weapon and that's my build, you know, so. Um, my hot take. I think it was a great, I think it was a fantastic a hot, take. hot take. And I, I was very passionate about talking about that because I loved it. Um, I was very excited to get to that as well, too. So, but gee, dude, I think this wraps up what we have, what we have for the night. And we just appreciate you joining us because that was a fun time. If you ask me, um, yeah. you're a pleasure of a, of a guest and a wonderful person to talk to. And I was so happy that you joined us. Dude, thank you for having me on. Thanks for reaching out. I was excited to do this. So. It was a blast. I've is seen a few episodes first, before and just first podcast you've ever been on? I did I did one with Sherpa Phil. His is more of like a questionnaire type podcast. And okay. I actually just just on with uh Abontis Thursday night. Oh, well. dude, that Hell podcast yeah. is great. We I've been love on that Abontis, one. Yes. Yeah, that's a long one, bro. That's like that's I think a fun I'm podcast. My, that's like a yeah. four hour podcast usually. That's a good one, dude. Yeah, this is nothing compared to what they do. This is speed <laughs> running. You, Luke, you were on that one a while back, weren't you? Yeah, it was a long it was like a three. Was four hours? Yeah, it was long, bro. Okay. It was because it was right. It was the week before Beyond Light, so we had just so much stuff to like speculate yeah, yeah, yeah. and talk about. Oh yeah, uh, well, dude, G it was so you... nice to meet you, G. Seriously, right. like it, it was yeah, an honor well. to chat, and like I just love this game, so we love chatting with creators who also love it and you know try to do stuff on the internet with it, right? Do you do this for a living, by the way? I did. I meant to ask that earlier. Like, is this your full time gig? Yeah, it's my full time gig right now. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, awesome. that's, that's awesome. so scary. Cool, and, and I wish it you scary. so much scary. luck, yeah. dude, because you are so genuine, and I love it. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, tell us where, where everyone can find you. That way we can we can we can get you out there when people watch us on YouTubes and listen to it on podcasts on Spotify and Apple. <laughs> uh 100%. So YouTube is my main thing. We have like 60k subs over there, so we're really pushing for for growth trying to hit 100k oh, yeah. this year by the end of the year. Uh, um, easy, bro. You then, got that. And then Twitch as well. So I've been streaming a lot more on Twitch. That's where we do like the low man speedruns type of thing. Just love yeah. hanging out with people uh over there as well. So just Twitch YouTube Twitter, if you want to see some some hot takes as well, and and that's about it. Awesome, All things should be just G minors. Cool. Thank you, bro. And remind us if you have anything in the works. Are you doing anything special coming up soon, or a special YouTube video, um, special stream, anything? As of right now, I have one thing planned that I want to do revolving around. Uh, we're doing Rude Nightmare speedruns right now, so I want to try and kind of take a collection of the vods and maybe work on a longer form project. See how that does, which isn't very typical for for most of my like build and just like DPS testing videos. So. I want to plan to do that. And then other than that, just, just stream. Heck yeah, dude. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Sweet dude. Well, everybody go follow G miners. If you haven't already, yes. um, my yes, name yes, is, yes. my name is Beard Luke. You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Beard Luke or twitch.tv slash Beard Luke or <laughs> kick.com slash Beard Luke. <laughs> God bless go America. follow me on kick. I'm trying to make some money. Anyways, uh, Maddox, where can we find you, bro? Um, twitch.tv slash Maddox, and I have uh changed recently all my socials. They'll be uh at IRL Maddox because I'm doing a lot of IRL content and uh like motivational gym content as well, too, and just kind of showing my um my recovery process with uh kind of the whole getting back to all my feet type deal. So, again, recently uh recovering from knee surgery, doing a lot better. I'm in physical therapy for my shoulder and my knee. And just kind of showing off that process that people can and eventually will get over the hurdles that life brings them. So, 
Take care, brother. All right, everybody, you just heard the Six Fronts podcast, episode nine. It was freaking awesome. Our next guest, you made it to the end. And if you make it to the end, you usually get to hear who the next guest is. Our next guest is Aki and Fam. Such a cool dude. He streams like with his daughter, with his kids, with his wife. Such a cool destiny. I met him a long time ago. Really close friend of ours. Really cool content creator in the destiny world in a different family friendly way. So we're going to be finally having him on the podcast a couple weeks but until then thank you so much for watching listening chatting and we will see you guys next time g miners you're awesome we love you guys bye bye bye